You already know what it is. Come on. You know what it is. Season four. The four is up. That's so crazy that it's season four. This is episode three of season four. Episode two. Two. The, the other one we did was a bonus during our break. That was the the phone call one. That was the phone call. That was the transition. So that was the season three finale. Well, or season four premiere. We'll just say what was it? Bonus track. The, the, the transition. <laughs> it was the transition it, it that was we just a, it was just a, like a, a, a season four promo. Season four. Listen, season four. We made it here. We here. <laughs> Which is so great. We here. And we had two two seasons mm-hmm. with just Ross. When Ross realized. Man, this would be so much better if there was somebody else. And the Lord realized that too. So he connected us at Passion. Yeah. Passion 2022. He didn't connect us before the podcast. He connected us two years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. Here we are. <laughs> like, what I love. The snack of the day is goldfish. The snack of the day. For Cam. Is goldfish. Um, it's not running yet, just so you know. Sorry. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, but, dude, what I love about it, and people know this, how candid this podcast is, is that I've been wanting to, I was going to call you about this, um, and I want to sit down and talk to you about it, and I was like, what better place to do that than on the pod? Preach. That's what we always do. Dude, uh, what do we do with the shorties? <laughs> with the shorties? <laughs> oh, my. Listen, 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 listen. What listen, is, listen, where listen, is this listen, going listen, right listen, now? Listen, listen, listen. You know, remember, oh, remember, remember in our transition episode, our finale slash premiere. Do you remember that? You remember our finale slash premiere? Yes. When we were talking about your wedding. Yeah. Like you're going to wedding, and I was like, you're, you got you oh, to tell yeah, us about yeah. your wedding. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, and you, I was like, yeah. that, we got to talk about relationship. What do we do with the shorties? Listen, it's me. I'm. I used to be the coach. You feel me? I used to be the coach. I used to coach my friends on relationships all the time. Now you're the player. Now I'm coming out of it. No, listen. Now I I want I want to come out of it. No, I'm not. I want to come out of retirement. <laughs> I'm trying to come out of retirement. I thought I was called to singleness forever. Okay. So I was the coach. Now I'm the player. I want to come out of retirement, right? But I got to pick your mind as as a as a as a, a freshly wedded, uh, newly wed, right? Oh boy. As a newly wed. Let's go. I'm gonna play. Talking relationships. I'm gonna with play. Christ. The relationship with Christ shared with a significant other. Mm. How does that look? In a world like today, Woo. right? That's that's this, but good. But this is good because listen, you see, you see it okay. happen. You see, you see young couples right now, which is awesome, having kids, getting married, getting married, having kids in whatever order you want it. But you see them just—it's so young. But then, what happens after that? And you also see a, a lot of that. A lot of young couples getting divorced. Bro, we may shoot. There may be a portion of this where where I might have to. Call call uh call Kelsey. Can we in. call wifey up. <laughs> we might have to. That at might one listen point. <laughs> listen, and that might be the case. But like I'm playing from all the questions that like have been talked about with me and my guy friends to I see being like you know like I see on on social media you know there's other people who do it um, yeah. influential podcasts is like listen we how do we how do we have a Christ centered relationship that can only grow and glorify God but help grow both of you guys in the midst of it. 
So I guess I, I'll, I'll, it's more like a Q&A. Come on. It's more like a Q&A, I guess. That's a really big question. Yeah. Like, where do we start? So let's see. I would say that in today, uh, as men or as women, we often look for the significant other to complete us. Mm. When do we know if we're complete for that complete significant other? Oh, that's good. So you literally were wording that, and I was like, I was like, nope. I was like, we. what I will say is, here's the deal. Just to bring in context, not everybody that listens to this knows my story. But what I will say is this. It's a wild one. (laughs) And when I say wild, I mean, I was wild. (laughs) And uh, I was the, I was the guy, typical frat dude. Even in high school, we didn't have fraternities, but I was like that dude. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody knew me. I knew everybody. Small town, granted. um, Had a lot of really great friends and you could ask any of them who and how I was right in my, my early years of high school and even college um, before I really was walking with the Lord. So I've been on both sides of it. So I feel like I could speak on this really well. Um, I always, I slept around. We'll just cut to it. Okay. I, I slept around. I, I disrespected women incredibly. Mm more than I'd like, like yeah. just by, just, just by, um, just by sleeping with them is disrespectful. And I just didn't appreciate them as, as daughters to the King. Mm. So this is what I say now, obviously I'm married now. Kelsey knows my story. Um, and when I first told her though, it was hard like for her, it was hard for me to tell it, but yeah, it was hard for her. I'm sure, it was. And uh, but like we're great now. She she recognizes the grace in my story, the that Jesus in my story. Um, so to answer that question, saying like, when do we know that we're the one? I think we have to acknowledge that we aren't. And why I say that is because what I've realized is when two people come together whether they're both on fire for the Lord or not, mm. at the end of the day, we're still human. Mm-hmm. We are f- like, we are flesh and in our flesh, we have a sin nature. So not saying we're going to have some big sin or anything like that, but there are going to, there's going to be selfishness. There's going to be envy. There's going to be jealousy at times and, and, and pride and whatever else. So what I say to people is male m- men or women, either side, Instead of pursuing somebody who you think is the one, like could like could f- could fulfill you, you need to check yourself. You need to have introspective moment on yourself and being like, I am I the one worthy to be pursued? Like, am I the one worthy to uh, to have a wife and treat her as the word of God says mm. I should. Am I wa- worthy enough to be a woman uh, who, who can have a husband that, uh, you know, I'll submit to? Like, am I able to do that? All of these things wrap up where it, it comes down to it, Cam, where we need to, honestly, we, it, it's about us, mm. okay? We need to check ourselves always. And I say that even being in marriage, like, bro, 
I tell you a number, I could tell you a number of times. That sounds like a lot. It's really not that many, but I could tell you a number of times where I've realized in past relationships, I would have just been like, you need to fix this. You need to fix this. You need to fix this. Never looking at myself. Now, if I have a frustration or an annoyance or something that Kelsey may do or have done, I look at it and I'm like, okay, why is this frustrating me? Why does this bother me? Why does it annoy me? Why, why do I have, why is this selfishness coming up? And I realize at the end of the day, it is my own selfishness. And instead of praying, God, will you change her? Say, Lord, change my heart. Like, what kind of husband do I need to be to be able to receive this and love her and honor her and sacrifice for her regardless, whether I agree with it or not? At the end of the day, I know that her issues are her flesh, my issues are my flesh, but instead of trying to change her and fix her, I'm asking the Lord to change me and fix me. Soften my heart. I like that. I like, I like, th- that's, that's what I wanted to, you know, like to, to hit on the topics. I think we're going to talk about, you know, there's plenty, like you said, plenty of fish in the sea, right? That's what we hear all the time. There's plenty of fish in the sea, but that don't, that don't even. Bro, like, I'm not going to lie. That is, it's true. Sure. There is. Yeah. Right. And I'm one of those people who after now that I'm married and have Kelsey, like sounds super cliche, dude literally the one for yeah me. that's it so it's like, like i knew it the first time we connected that's it i was like yeah she's the one so i'm a big believer there may be plenty of fish in the sea but i'm a big believer in there literally is one that's it so, so fine so that's what, and finding that one so he started it is is finding that one is that we talked on how you know looking for that person but really we need to look at ourselves we prepared okay mm-hmm. so now we're going to talk on, we just talked on that. We're going to talk on, you're going to answer. <laughs> you're going to talk on. Okay. Now that you're ready and prepared, what does that look like for the significant other? Like what, so I guess I will kick it off with like, what does it look like as a significant other? We'll talk about in the relationship, you know, how do you know, how do you ground yourself back on the Lord in the relationship? You know, <laughs> Ross, Ross is like, dude, what? I did yeah, that. No, no, okay. this, this is, this is, this is the Q and a. So, All right. so, one so question at a time. So one question at a time. Okay. So now you said, what? Well, we just looked at ourselves, right? You yeah. Said, we got to look at ourselves in the midst of looking for that significant other. We have to look at ourselves. Okay. If we want to find the one. We have to be the one. Absolutely. So we are becoming the one now. What, <laughs> what does it look like? Oh, oh my gosh. Cam's dying Gold, over I'm here. Choking on a goldfish. Gold <laughs> Yeah, how do you think the whale felt with Jonah? It's like quite opposite. Wow. That is true. Um, so like like you said, so we have to look in at ourselves. Now looking out. What okay. are we looking for? Ooh. Not necessarily say because like we're not we're never in dire need what of are a we companion. Looking for, what are we looking for? Okay. From the this, significant other. What are we looking for? Okay. What do they have to bring to the table? Question being when we are, when we realize when we at the point okay this is the question when we believe that we we are the one uh, like we're ready for that because we have to be prepared ourselves when we believe that then we're looking at how do I know this person is somebody to pursue that's how I'm taking it is that correct cool okay so <laughs> that's a great question at the end of the day if you are a believer um. You should always, the first thing is to know and recognize, are they also a believer? 
The word of God says very clearly, do not be unequally yoked. And I say that um, I was in a relationship with somebody who I knew full well was not. Call it missionary dating. It doesn't work. Um, today in, in my generation, we call it a flirt to convert. Flirt to convert. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> flirt to convert. Yeah. It doesn't work. There are times it has, but it does not work. It is far more taxing on the believer if, if you do that. So that's the first thing. And if you're not a believer, all of the next things still apply. Because at the end of the day, all the things that people talk about, talk about honor, talk about respect, talk about love, talk about all these things, it's all rooted, it's biblically founded. So uh, what I'd say is if you already know, you're at the point, you just said, all right, I'm good. Like the Lord, I feel like I'm ready. Okay, I get out there. What am I looking for? Okay, believer, yes or no. Check yes, boom, done. All right, how are they in groups, settings, group settings. A lot of people will try to, and, and this is what I say. I'm going to speak from a male's perspective. I don't know a woman's perspective. Men? We don't know women's perspective men, ever. This, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> this is what I will say. Men have to know. Men need to know how to honorably pursue women. Honorably pursue. I am a big proponent on on make communicating making things clear being setting your intention straight and in, in our young adult group i have guys all the time who are pursuing these girls and these girls are have no idea what they're doing they're like i don't know what we are i'm like that's a problem like you need to you should be very clear so from my example with kelsey and i'm going to refer to kelsey a lot because that was the one relationship that i've done everything that I felt like was the most honorable and the most biblical as far as approach. So with Kelsey, we, 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 we call most people call texting or talking. So the I single, hate that. single, I hate that term, single dating, engaged, married. What most people refer to as talking these days, I refer to as dating. Right. If you go on a date and you're, you're and you're communicating, you're dating, you're, you're dating. Right. Okay. There's single dating relationship engaged married that's how i look at single, it single dating relationship engaged married the yes. five stages yeah i like that ben stewart has a book called single dating engaged married i would put in the relationship factor because yeah. talking you're dating and uh so when you're in that phase we we were in that phase for probably so from december 23rd to march 12th march 12th i asked her to be in a relationship. I didn't say, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? I was very clear. I said, mm. I am. I have enjoyed getting to know you. I have really loved this time together. And she was living in Ohio at the time. I'm in Indiana. And I said, uh, I just met her family, like all of them, in one setting. We went to dinner for her birthday because March 12th is her birthday. And I, so we're in my truck afterwards. I said, I've really enjoyed this time. And I want to continue and I've been praying about it, and I want to continue and and move forward in this by being in a relationship together. Would you do me the honor of being in a relationship with me and making it very official, very clear? Uh, that's a problem. Nobody's clear these days. Everybody's confused. Nobody is, I, I that's what I recognize, men and women both. 
They're just not clear. They're shaky. So what you're looking for in the right person is, is you need to know how are their intentions? Like, are they direct? Are they clear? And at the end of the day, being a believer, you want them, if they're a believer, most of the time, we're not all perfect, but most of the time they're going to have respect. They're going to have honor. They're going to have dignity. They're going to have all the things you're looking for. Um, for men, and this is this is going to step on some toes, and I do not care. We don't care. You guys know that, though, <laughs> if you listen to the podcast. Men, you shall not, I believe, you should not pursue somebody who does not know how to be modest. Who does not know how to be modest? Dressing. Dressing. Like, clothing-wise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, I would say that's a big... Being self-respectable. Yeah. There's there's mo- there's modesty, right? And then like, what like like I feel like there's um there's like tweener stages. Like me and my buddies, we always talk about this. Is like they like this could go for both for girls and for guys. They oh yeah, like they they say they're Christian. Like you know what I mean. Like what what makes them? Do you do you have to see their personal walk with the Lord? Like not not see it on social media, mm-hmm. but like do you have to see their personal growth and yeah. walk? with the Lord because if that's going to be the foundation of your relationship yeah it shouldn't be a cliche conversation mm-hmm. no I and to that point um to that point integrity is a big thing so you, I think being being able to, to get together alone in a public space this is how this is how you should know you, you when you're pursuing you want to meet in public coffee lunch, breakfast. Also, quit putting so much dang pressure on a first date. Facts. Like, facts. Literally. Speak, it's, you feel me? It's just the first, listen. It is dumb. You heard the five stages or whatever. You're j- it's just, you're just on a date. We're allowed to go on dates. There, there, this is a question. This is a question that was brought up to me one time. Right. Said, can you date more than one person at once? I said, yes. But, there is an asterisk there. It, you can do it. You have to be very, very intentional, very, very respectful, and very, very honorable. Why? You're like, what? That doesn't make sense. You can't date. I said, okay. Well, as I stated before, your guys' talking phase is what I consider dating. So this is what it looks like. You are very clear. You may be dating one to two people, maybe three at a time, courting, is how the even older generations say it, courting. You go out for coffee and you are say very clear, hey, I've really enjoyed this time. I want you to know that I, I'm also going out on dates with this other person because I want to know, you know, are you for me? Are you for me? Are you for me? Right, and the, the problem is like, I think with that in today's generation is just like, well, I'm not an option. You know what I mean? Like, what am I, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not another option. Yeah. You know you, what I mean? I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a second option. Right. Yeah. No, that, that could very, very, very easily come into effect. And that's offense really ultimately. Right. It's insecurity. Right. And that's from the flesh. That's from Satan. Yeah, so absolutely. rebuke that in the name of Jesus right, right now. Amen. Right. Uh, but you have to let every single person, you know, if you're going to do it, you have to let every single person know that you're, that, Hey, I'm also seeing, this person and you let them know in the moment, not down the road. Like, Oh, I did this when we were first dating. Um, because 
it could very well easily affect that person down the road because you you didn't you could lose trust even though they told you 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 didn't tell them when it first went down so what else did you not tell them about or are you not telling them about until later down the road so um i wouldn't suggest it because it's it's easy but you like no no holding hands no kissing none of that like side hug maybe like just a goodbye hug you get like a, a firm handshake yeah i mean honestly whatever <laughs> it's or like an awkward fist bump but that's what i would look at and and but what i say is you want to get together separately by just just you guys but but in public and then and then you also want to get into groups together don't don't let all your dating or dates be just you guys because you have to see how they interact in groups. Um, so that's one thing Kelsey and I didn't really do outside of a couple times. So like we had a young adult conference or service that she came to that service. Um, and we, we were in a relationship at that time, uh, if I remember correctly. And then uh, the other time was just a group was really just her family. It was the first time I met them all. Um, Kelsey's a lot more reserved. Uh, I am not. So we obviously have different personalities, which is fine, but it's like, how does she interact with other people? And that's what I was looking for in those moments. And, uh, because it speaks volumes because somebody could be some, they could be somebody when it's just you two. And then they could be somebody completely different when they're in a group. So you got to see both sides and that's where integrity comes in because you want them to be the same all the time. You don't want them to be faking it or whatever, um, just with you or, or whatever else. So those, those are some things that I would look at. Um, and then just set, set guidelines Mm. and talk about them early, like early, early, like one, two dates in maybe you'd be like, Hey, if we're going to continue down this path, I want you to know I'm not having sex. I'm not doing oral sex. We're not doing, we're not doing anal sex. The, like all these things that people think are loopholes to purity. No, like I want to, you say, I want to remain pure. And then it's, it's on both of you to hold that right, hold that up. Right. You know? So even if in a moment you're making out and you, you, begin to like, you know, start caressing their body or whatever. In that moment, it's on one of you, really both of you to be like, one person's probably stronger than the other. Let's be honest. Yeah. So it's on a stronger person, not all the weight on you. It's, it's on you both, but just be like, it's like, Hey, we, we, we need to stop and being okay with it. And like, if they're not okay with you saying, uh, I want to remain pure skeet, get skeet, on out. just like that. Easy Skeet. enough. Get on out. Skeet. Like, okay. I appreciate it. Thanks for being honest. I'm not going to continue seeing you anymore. Mm. Um, I would say how they are, how the, who, who are their friends is a big part. Um, friends have a lot of effects mm. into play. Yeah. Um, luckily, Kelsey has friends. Her best friends are her, are her family, like her siblings. So she has a great family, um, and they speak highly of, of her. So when I, when I realized that and I, and I kind of got into it, I was like, okay, like this is a great, it's a good community. 
Um, then there's also friends who are toxic. Uh, friend of mine, <laughs> friend of mine and his wife, they just got married a week after I did. And early on when they were dating in high school, uh, her friends came to her and said, you have to break up with him or you're going to lose five of us as friends. And her response was, her response was, if you were real friends, you wouldn't give me the ultimatum. Mm, amen. And if you, and because you're giving me the ultimatum, I realize you're not a real friend. So, mm. I'm sta- so I'm staying with him. Come on. And they're like, you're going to regret this, yada, yada, yada. Well, she doesn't regret it. They're married. And they're married. <laughs> they're loving life. Amen. Uh, and I just think that knowing their friends is important. And especially their closest friends. Um, we all have acquaintances and whatnot. That doesn't really define us. But, like, who are their closest friends? And and what are they like? Yeah. And because at the end of the day, their closest friends are going to become your best friends when you get married right. as well. I mean, when you become one. So, like, for me, uh, I got Devin and Will, or I would say, are, like, my, my closest friends. So... Like Kelsey, at the end of the day, she realizes they're gonna be a part of my life forever. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she's gonna like they're pretty wild boys. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're not like crazy, crazy kids, but like they're just they're goofballs. Yeah, and for sure. they're loud <laughs> and say stupid things. Uh, but it's really funny. And so I'm like, hey, you gotta like I don't say this, but she recognizes it. They're gonna be a part of my life forever. Therefore, they're gonna be a part of your life. They're gonna be a part of our kids' lives. So get growing or growing in a relationship with them for Kelsey. It's, it's easy for me because I'm like, Oh, your best friends are your family. Easy. I don't have to get to know two groups of people. Right. I get to know your family and hang out with them. And and I've grown to love her family. Um, uh, like so much and it's really been fun, but that's all important. And also getting to know their family. That's the step that I would say is the last step. Mm. A lot of people, will will make that step really really quick like uh i want you to come meet my family or whatever in my opinion it's the last step like mm. i didn't kelsey didn't meet my family until i took her on an official date because our all our other dates were super super low-key i wasn't i was like hey i'm not just gonna i'm not gonna put a bunch of pressure on this like let's just go grab coffee let's go grab lunch like we did no dinners really um but, and then the Monday I asked her out on a, I, I asked her to be in a relationship on a Saturday. That Monday I said, Hey, while you're home, we, I said, would you want to go on an official date? Like, I want to take you on a, on a nice date and treat, like, just take care of you and, and, and like make it official, uh, like an official capacity where the pressure kind of could be. Where there is pressure yeah. now. This, so, so this is where you apply, you apply the pressure because so you're being intentional. Because yes, exactly. Uh, right. But pressure is good. Diamonds pressure makes diamonds. Diamonds are formed out of pressure. So what we have is is we have you know the preparation for the relationship, the dating of the relationship to be intentional, mm-hmm. to set boundaries, mm-hmm. right? To discover who they are, discover who that person is in their relationship with the Lord, right? That's kind of where you figure it out because yeah. you won't be you f- flat out you won't be in a relationship with them if that's not there, if yeah. the relationship with the Lord isn't present, dude. One thing, as far as families go, she met my parents that that first that night. We went on our first official date, where the pressure came. 
the Saturday when I asked her out, when I asked her to be in a relationship, uh, that was when I first met her family. Mm. So I was like, that was the last step. And after I did that, I was like, all right, I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm here for it. So, but I, this is what I'll say. A lot of people, y'all single, y'all start talking and you expect man or woman to just bend over backwards and be at your beck and call and respond to every text. Hey, Amen. One thing Kelsey and I did that I loved, um, when we were getting to know each other and we were in that dating phase, we weren't talking all day, every day. Like we may have, we, we definitely talked every day once we got closer and closer on to like being in a relationship. But even then, like I, we talked maybe every other day mm-hmm. and it wasn't like texting throughout the whole day. It was like freaking texting in the evening, right. maybe. Um, you just got back from work. Yeah. Like, and it's super chill, super low key. That's where the pressure, like pe- people put so much pressure on it. That's it. I'm like freaking relax, dude. Yeah. Y'all ain't married. Once you're married, you can get crazy. Right. Right. Then you can go psycho. <laughs> uh, not that that's the case, but, um, yeah, I just think there's so much pressure. That's the big part of it. People put so much pressure on themselves and then on the other person because the pressure they're putting on themselves, they put it on the other person. And it's just, it's not attainable. Yeah, I feel like um, from what my parents told me, my parents are like, uh, you know, who I who I look up to when it comes to relationships, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to dating. I take advice from my parents because my parents are a biracial couple. So they went through a racial barrier, you know, when they when they were dating. So they went through that. Uh, they went through, you know, times when my dad was hurt and injured through work. Um, and when mom was transitioning from work, they went through a lot where my dad was working 16, 17 hour shifts. Like, you know what I mean? Like not home, barely home. I've seen them stick it out through it all. So what, and because this, this, this pod, listen, hear me out. This is for people looking for a relationship on verge of a relationship, nowhere near a relationship and in a relationship. I don't want people. Or even married. Or married. I don't want people to this and be like, oh, like, like we're good. Like I'm in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, so in a relationship, you know, how, whether you're starting a relationship, you want to start in Christ or whether you're in a relationship and you guys are both like, we could take steps towards Christ. Mm. How does a relation, how does a, a God fear relationship look like in today's world? And then like, how would you say that looks and then give us some examples of how you and Kelsey have grown in that of like putting God first in your relationship. Yeah. Um, in today's world, hundred percent, whatever culture is doing, do the opposite. Like that's as simple as I can put it. We are not to be conformed to the patterns of this world, but to be anti-cultural. Like that's as, as simple as it is. So how are how are relationships in this world? Well, now sex is so normal. Uh, lack of purity is so normal. Um, disrespect is so normal. Gaslighting is so normal. Like people just uh, assume, oh, this is just how it is. Like they just assume that the what things they see is normal so so they that's they settle for it um if you're in a relationship now or you're just seeking one and maybe they're not like firm believers and maybe neither of you are you have to realize that 
your relationship with Jesus is the most important. And your relationship with him has to be separate. Like you have your own relationship with Jesus. They have their own relationship with Jesus. Then we have a relationship. And then we, we have, have a relationship. relationship with Jesus. So what does that look like if you're in a relationship and you need, uh, if you don't have a church home, go to a church home. Like find a church home in your local community. Find a local church. Make church a priority. Mm-hmm. And church is just a body of Christ. It's not necessarily a building. But quit watching online. Get in community because there you'll have people speaking into your lives. You'll have people that you can look up to um, and and you can learn a lot. You can get involved, get involved in a life group or a small group or whatever that church may call it. Get involved in a group um, and and really just be like, hey, I want to I want this like be committed to it. I want this to be a God fearing relationship. And things Kelsey and I have done or, or did was um, early on, we realized that we have our own personal relationship with Jesus. Um, I'll be honest, like since we've been married, we still do 100%. That hasn't shifted. But what has shifted is my requirement as the husband to lead my wife spiritually. Kelsey wants to be led. How does that look? Great question, because I haven't figured it out. Oh, okay. So there's a like, learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I can lead a church. I can lead organizations. Mm. I can lead groups. Mm. And I've led myself for the last four years now. But leading. But when it comes to, and it's the enemy. It's the ploy of the enemy. Yeah. I have a lack of confidence when it comes to leading. When it has, I have had a lot of lack of confidence when it has come to leading Kelsey and that's because my own words that I'm saying myself which I realized I just corrected myself I don't yeah. know if anybody knows I said I have a lack of confidence I said no I had a lack had of because what I'm begun to say is just affirmation words like I am a confident spiritual mm. leader in my house I will lead my wife and my kids uh uh to Christ and in Christ and all that I do spiritual leading looks a number of ways it can look like this one one part of it that I got down is correcting statements, correct correcting words, correcting and and discerning attacks. Discernment is one of my spiritual gifts. I can discern of spirits. So when Kelsey and I get in an argument uh, or a disagreement or annoyance or whatever, um, I'm recognizing in that moment. I'm like, this is not Kelsey. This is not of Christ. This is of her flesh. This is of my flesh. And once I realized that, I calmed down. And we haven't really yelled at each other or anything. They're just little pits and pats here. But I settled down. Kelsey hasn't fully gotten there yet. So I just I just straight up, I'm just like, this happened the other day. And she's going to listen to this and be like, oh, why, why did you say that? And I'm like, I'm sorry, babe, but it's a perfect <laughs> opportunity. Uh, we got an argument over what was for dinner. Oh. Okay. And I'm like. I've been wanting to make these smashed taco burgers on my Blackstone. Uh, I would love like, so. She's yeah. Like, just, I would love she's some like, that. just use the frozen patties. I'm like, it's not the same because the frozen patties, I can't smash them because they're hard. Like I need like meat that I can roll into balls and then smash it. And she's like, but it tastes the same. So it doesn't matter. I'm like, but it does matter. 
to me because it's the concept that I want to do. It's not the taste that I want to do. And uh, we, we, I went on for like seven to eight minutes of that. And I just said, and I got, re- I did get really frustrated. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to go mow. Like we were sitting outside. I was like, I'm going to go mow. And so, but I went up to her and I hugged her. I said, I love you. I said, we're arguing over something really stupid right now. And I said, I realize it, that it is, that it is of the flesh mm-hmm. and is the enemy trying to create a divide. And I recognize it. And I want you to know that you're being very stubborn right now. And you don't see it, but I am your mirror. So this is basically me telling you, you're being very stubborn. And I need you to realize your stubbornness. And then we're in this together and we're going to fight this together. I said, but I love you and I'm going to go mow. Mm. And so she went on a walk and I mowed. And during that time of mowing, I prayed. I said, Lord, I said, I didn't say, Lord, fix her. I said, Lord, if I'm wrong, convict me and change my heart. If she's wrong, convict her and change her heart. And at the end of the day, she came, she came back from her walk and I was, I got myself busy sanding a bench and standing a bench. She's like, you want, you want help? I said, sure. She came, it was quiet for a little bit. She said, Ross, I'm sorry. I said, I realized that I was just being selfish and stubborn and the Lord showed me that and you deserve better. I said, thank you for the apology. I already forgave you. I forgave you when I walked already, away. We already, yeah. Uh, she said, yeah, I know, but you still deserve better. And the biggest thing I would say is for me spiritually leading, that is something that I'm, I can do confidently is discerning, discerning the, the, the attacks of the enemy and being like that. It's the flesh. Like when she has struggles or frustrations, I'm like, does that, like whether it pertains to me or not, I'm like, that's not a Christ. Like take that thought captive, make it obedient to Christ. And, um, I, I, I correct people all the time and their, how their language, how they talk to themselves and whatnot. So I do it to her and her mom. <laughs> I do it to my mom and, and, and my friends all the time. Uh, I think it drives them crazy, but at the end of the day, they're like, Oh no, you're right. So like in that way, I lead spiritually in sitting down. We do, we get into the word together, oh. but not together. Like, she's she's in her word i'm in my word every morning together like we're sitting with each other but we're not i'm not leading leading her through something right. do you guys read anything together like books or like so we, we do we have a devotional we have two devotionals uh one we do just anytime during the day one we do in the morning um one's a bible plan on on the you version bible yeah i love it um yeah and um we pray together before every meal. Um, I'm trying to get in the habit of this is where the lack of confidence comes in, and I know where it's from. It's from it's from it's a it's from the enemy. Mm. Um, and I want to pray every day, whether she leaves first or I leave first. Pray together. Say just just pray over the day. Pray together. I want to pray to get have her pray over me before every message I go speak and I want to pray over her before every game she coaches mm. like right there yeah in front of people or hidden I don't care it don't matter uh it don't matter and 
And that's one thing that I want to do and I need to do. I need to do it. Um, she desires to be led, which is, guys, if you could find a woman who desires to be led, oh, they my They want gosh. to be led? It is very full of pressure, but also, like, the most comforting thing ever as well. Um, so, yeah, our marriage is great. Like we have, we have our, our issues, but that's a part of marriage. That's like, it. You learn that you learn. You always, you at always the end of the day, even if, even if you find some, even if you are the person ready to be in a relationship and you find somebody who's ready to be in a relationship, Kelsey and I were, I like we're, at the end of the day, we're still, we're still flesh. We're still mm. in a fallen world and we're t- two s- sinful people, people who sin. we're, we're broken people. And only God can restore us. Kelsey doesn't complete me. I don't complete her. Oh, only Christ completes us. That's good. Yeah. So I, I've had so many dude. Marriage has been freaking awesome. Yeah. Not because of the sex. I mean, that's that is great. A, that's awesome too. That is within marriage. Within marriage, yeah. sex within marriage is freaking off the charts. Right. Sweet. But. It has, marriage has, the purpose of marriage is not for happiness, but it is for holiness. It has brought me closer to Christ. That's what it should do. That's what a relationship should do. More than I would have ever thought. Mm. It is so awesome. Just the things that I, that the Lord speaks, Holy Spirit just speaks to me mm. like through marriage or, you know, exposes my selfishness. One thing Big thing is pride. People got to get over themselves. Yeah. Because I say it all the time to Kelsey. So I'm your mirror. You're my mirror. If I do something, even though I don't think it's wrong, if you're telling me that was wrong, you sounded rude or whatever. I said, okay, thank you for telling me. I'm sorry. Whether it's to her or somebody else. Yeah, right. Or someone else. Um, I'm like, okay, thank you. We had a moment like that. I posted something on Facebook about married sex. And she was like, I don't love how that sounds. We had to have a whole conversation about it. She said, where in the Bible does it say that? So I showed her. She's like, oh, okay. So like there was a moment of that, and I, but I still deleted part of my post mm. because if my wife feels that way, who I think is very, like she's a incredibly pure, <laughs> I believe. If my wife thinks that way, then 100%. Many other women are going to feel that way. And I'm like, and that's not my intention. So I'm like, you're my mirror. I don't care. I need you to tell me these things. And I, and I need to be okay with hearing it. Even, even if I feel like it's not wrong, I need to be okay with it and change, make a change. That's good. I mean, you, you said it, you said it best. You have your relationship with the Lord. They have their relationship with the Lord. You guys have a relationship with the Lord together, mm-hmm. right? So it's like the Holy Trinity. You need those three relationships. You need yours. They need theirs. And we need ours with him. Yeah, and you guys got to be, here's the deal. Y'all got to be on the same page. Yeah. Like all the time. Kelsey and I have this rule where. All the time, like spiritually? Uh, Every same page. Or on, or on, on the same page, like. Freaking everything. Like even like cooking burgers, like what you guys were said, like same page. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, for real. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, 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 if yeah, you're yeah. on the same page with everything, like, yeah. because at the end of the day, what you're doing, even in those small moments of dinner, 
if you're on the same page, the small moments, they build up. They build up trust. They build up endurance. Because if you're not on the same page, the enemy knows exactly where to where to tu- where to where to push. Mm. The enemy knows where to fight and, and to place a little little sliver, a little splinter, that will create a huge divide. Mm. And what the enemy wants to do, you have to realize when you're when you're believers and you're getting married, you gotta realize the enemy wants to pervert everything God created for good. Because you just you guys just doubled in power with the marriage. Hundred percent. Right so if you're on the same page early on, then what you're gonna realize is that. You, um, even early on in the relationship, before you even get married, you always try to be on the same page is you're one once you become married. Mm. So you are fighting things together. You're not fighting against each other. Even something that seems like you're fighting against each other, you're not. You're fighting against Satan and his minions. So you just got to squat up and say, oh, no, hell no. I ain't taking this today, Satan. Right. And we're going to fight it together. And, and, um, once you get married, then you go to have kids, obviously at some point. And I believe if you're on the same page with everything, your kids will always see like that marriage. Kids will grow up seeing terrible marriages. Mm. Then they're, then they grow to be terrible spouses or in a relationship or whatever. So you have the power to literally change generation by how you interact in front of your kids, even in public, Kelsey and I have a rule where I say, Kelsey, I will never uh, disagree with you or tell you you're wrong in public. Right. I said, I may hear you say something and be like, that was wrong. Right. But I ain't going to, I ain't going to say it in public. Mm-hmm. We're united front. Now, when we get in the car, I will tell you, right. Hey, that was wrong. And then it's up to you to kind of figure out how to, we'll figure it out together, but like you got to go fix that. Um, and she, she, she says the same thing and like, she never can tell me I'm wrong in yeah. public, like in front of people, even if it's our closest people, like mm-hmm. you, you don't want that. You want to be united front always. And then come together, figure it Let's out, share and be, be ready. You have to be ready to lay, lay down your life. I hope you are taking these gems away, dude. Get, can we can we end it with a call? Can we call? Can we call wifey real quick? Can <laughs> we'll we call wifey real answers. quick? Yeah. Let's call her. We'll see. We'll see. This will be funny. If she doesn't answer, I hope you all took away these gems, dude. Like these gems that, that Ross, I love how Ross is vulnerable. And I, I asked Ross, how do you lead? He said, I'm still learning. There is a learning curve. There is a learning tur- curve to leading yourself, to leading others in a Bible study, and to leading someone else in a relationship. We'll see. Let's go. Let's see. She FaceTimed me during this. Uh-oh. Let's see if it's going to ring. All right. She's probably shopping. <laughs> probably. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Hello? Hey, baby. Sorry I missed your FaceTime. I, uh, we're recording a podcast. We're, uh, we're live on. We're live on. And uh, Ross was was my Q&A man today about uh, relationships. Dan was asking me a bunch of things about relationships. And I, I was like, I need to speak to the real boss. I was like, I need to pick her braid. So real quick, if you could, for the people on, um, just for this is for those who are maybe 
don't know when the timing is right for a relationship or are ready for a relationship or are in a relationship, um, what are some main takeaways for you to just to establish a God-fearing relationship to glorify him and his kingdom at all times? I would say definitely start with prayer um, and just intentionality in your own walk uh, with the Lord. But um, I think overall, as you as you seek the Lord, He gives you clarity uh, as to when someone is someone you're supposed to pursue. Uh, I've told Ross this story multiple times, but like for me, I had a book that I went through. Uh, it was 31 prayers for my future husband. And there was a day I went home and I was like reading back through a day and I had all these like things that I wanted um, in a future spouse. And I was like, well, Ross checks that and he checks that. Um, and I went all the way through the list and he checked all of the boxes that I had had for myself. So I would say like be intentional in your prayer time. Uh, and then also reflect when you meet people that you think are possibilities and just see if they fit what you're looking for. Dude, she just drops so much now. That's the teacher, right? You, right what do you teach? Don't you teach a... She teaches next generation. Next gen? How to play people, basketball. People will hate on me here. I'm a PE teacher. Yeah, no, that's the best. No, that's the best. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Kelsey, thank you. Uh, because uh, this, we could make, there could be so many things about relationship, but but Rod, Rod, uh, Ross dropped some knowledge. Uh, you dropped some knowledge. Uh, I hope the people listening to this just take away these gems that they're getting. Baby, you got a beautiful voice. Hey, thank you. I love you. I love you too. All right, I'll bye. be over for uh, I'll be over for dinner soon. So, <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, it'll be ready whenever you want it. Alrighty, all right, bye, baby. All right, bye. Oh, uh, well, y'all heard it here, man. Season four, relationships, man. Whether you're looking, whether you're in, whether you don't know, whether you're married, if the Lord isn't there, you probably shouldn't be there either. Whoa, preach it, huh? Huh? Love y'all, man. Season four. And maybe we'll come back for more relationships. No, stuff we down literally, the road. like, that's the thing is that we could talk about this forever. This was awesome, bro. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Don't forget, this is Feed the Sheep, and it is your time to be a fool for Christ's sake.